Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best, so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 109 of the podcast, and today uh, we're going to have a quote that I heard, um, if you remember last week, uh, during last week's episode, I was talking about John Gordon's Power of Positive Summit that had happened in the prior week and weekend. And uh, I heard, uh, last week's quote was from John Gordon himself, uh, but the Power of Positive Summit he had, I believe it was like 30 speakers uh, from all walks of life on there, uh, talking about a variety of uh, messages, uh, many of them having to do with positivity and uh, leadership, things like that, the types of things that John Gordon talks about. Well, uh, I listened to a few of the speakers, really liked the ones that I heard, and one of the speakers was NBA great Damian Lillard, uh, who is the point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. And Damian Lillard had a great, about a 15-minute segment on that Power of Positive Summit. And he talked a lot about um, you know, his own methods for growth and development and um, becoming the best he could be. Uh, but he also talked about the impact other people had had on him in doing so. And uh, as I say, it was really good. Well, he had a quote in there that he said, really, the moment he heard it, uh, I believe he was in college at the time he heard it, uh, it really kind of helped jumpstart him in many ways because it opened his eyes to some things that he was doing as a player and as a young man. Like I say, I believe it was in college when he was saying, uh, was when he first heard this. And uh, Damian Lillard was not a high, um, highly recruited player out of high school. I mean, he was recruited, but not not one of the you know five star kinds of guys that you'll hear about. Uh, and he, in in so many words, said during his talk that part of that was because of really not handling himself the way this quote says that people should handle themselves. Um, he didn't do that when he was in high school nearly as much as he should have. And once he heard this quote and had people in his corner, so to speak, really helping push him to become the best he could be, that's when everything changed for him. And that was in college. Uh, he went to Weber State University. Um, you know, it's a school in the Big Sky Conference. The reason I know that is I live in Montana. That's where Montana State and the University University of Montana are, and uh, they're in the Big Sky Conference. So it's a it's a it's a level down from what a lot of people would consider the highest level. Well, it's probably a couple levels down from the highest levels of college basketball. Um, and in football, for instance, the Big Sky Conference is in uh, what is now the FCS instead of the FBS. And um, so he, he was not highly recruited to go to one of the big power types of schools. But at that school, he grew and developed into who he did, uh, to be who he became. And then I believe he was the sixth pick in the NBA draft. And 
whatever it was, 10, 11 years ago. So anyway, I have talked for four minutes here uh, without giving you the quote. So let me give you the quote and then let's talk about it. This quote comes to us from the famous French general and emperor from the late 1700s, early 1800s, Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon's quote was this, The reason most people fail instead of succeed is they trade what they want most for what they want at the moment. Now think about that. Have you ever done that yourself? I'm going to guess yes, because I would imagine most of us at moments throughout our lives trade what we want most for what we want in that moment. There is so much to unpack here in so many ways. And the way Damian Lillard talked about it was, you know, he was playing college basketball in a Division I school, realizing one of his dreams, but he was not playing at the ultimate level or one of the ultimate kinds of schools. The Dukes, Kentuckys, North Carolinas, Kansases, those types of schools. He was not there. Heck, he was not even at the ultimate school in the state that he was playing in. And the state he played in was Utah. It's where Weaver State University is. He wasn't at the University of Utah. Um, He was not at a Pac-12 school. He was not at a a Mountain West school. He was in the big sky. And as I mentioned before, a a lower level. Still Division I, still good basketball, but he had not gotten there. And he, I don't know if credited it would be the right way to put it, but one of the reasons he feels he probably did not get offered to play at a, a, get those kinds of offers to play at those kind of schools, was that as a high school player, he traded what he wanted most for what he wanted in the moment. And then in his early years in college, he was doing the same thing. And he had his uh, trainer, and he mentioned Phil Beckner, who also was uh, on the Power of Positive Summit. I, I watched and listened to his message. He was outstanding. Be different, be better, be different. Check that out too, because boy, did he have some great messages. Um, but he was one of the coaches at Weber State and his, and his trainer, and to this day, Damian Lillard's trainer. And he kind of helped open Damian Lillard's eyes along with others that, hey, you know, I mean, you say you want to be the best and you say you want to climb the ladder to greatness. And yet, yeah, you're spending your share of time hanging out at college parties, um, you know, trying going after girls and nothing wrong with going to parties and nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to have a relationship with girls. I mean, he's a human being. But what what Phil Beckner and others were trying to tell him is, but you say this is what you want the most, to become an NBA player, to become the best player you can possibly be. And yet you are sacrificing those, the, the types of things that you need to do to become what you want, the best you can be and what you want most for things that you want in the moment. And so for probably playing video games, probably not studying as, as much as he should have, because he mentioned that, you know, he said once he heard this quote and once people like Phil Beckner really made this kind of clear for him, a switch was flipped and he started to realize I'm not doing the things I need to do 
to get the thing that I want the most. I am trading that thing for what I want in the moment. And so, once that switch was flipped, he totally changed his habits. He said he started sleeping more. He realized he needed eight hours of sleep a night, and so he got it. He said he needed to realized he needed to get um, he needed to hit the books harder and do his studying harder, and so he did. He said he realized that he needed to get in training sessions more, and on and on. And boom, all of a sudden, he started to distance himself in terms of his own abilities from those uh, others on his team and others who he was playing against, and it made all the difference in the world and all the difference in his world. And then he came, he went on to become now, he's certainly one of the best players in the NBA. People would probably put him as a top 10, top 15 player in the NBA right now in, in the year 2022, although he hasn't been playing because of an injury. But when he's playing, he's as good as it gets. Well, look at how that quote would work for you. Look at how that quote would work for your players. And help your players and yourself understand that how often are you trading what you want most for what you want in the moment? I do this all too often. Here I'm the guy, the guy who runs slam dunk success, trying to help people become the best they're capable of becoming. And what am I doing? Well, I do that, but I certainly don't behave that way every single day, every single moment of every single day. And again, I'm a human being. I'm going to have those moments where I trade what I want most for what I want in that moment. But unfortunately, I allow myself to do that way too often. And I still think I'm pretty focused on going after what I want most. And yet I know I'm, I'm not, I, I fall short. Well, what about you? And what about your players? How often are you trading what you want most for what you want in the moment? And how often do your players do that? I think this is a great message, certainly for us first as coaches, teachers, leader, parents, leaders of young people. What are we doing where we're trading in the thing that we want most for what we want in that specific moment? You know, think about your food choices. Think about your sleep choices. Think about your working out choices. Think about your choices for, you know, am I reading versus am I watching TV? And am I, you know, helping myself become the best in all aspects of my life? Or am I trading those in? Now think about how often your players, your students, your your own children do that. The earlier we can get this message to kids, the better off they are going to be down the road. Now, I don't know at what age this should start. I know I started these types of lessons with my son when he was, um, you know, a, a young boy, probably in fourth, third, fourth, fifth grade. I didn't hammer him with those concepts, but I certainly dropped those ideas and those hints. And then by fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, he was hearing them a whole lot more. Um, and yet in high school, I watched him all too often do the same thing that Damian Lillard talks about here. And I don't want to, you know, bash my son here, but I think my son would admit, yeah, there were times where he chose to hang out with his friends uh, a lot more than chose to get in the gym. 
you know, when he was a, a younger player in fifth, sixth, seventh grade, eighth grade, hey, dad, can we go to the gym? Or all I, all I had to say is, hey, do you want to go to the gym? And boom, we were going to the gym. And he was taking every advantage of that. But as will happen in eighth grade, freshman year, sophomore year, girls come into the picture. His friends take a much larger, play a much larger role in his choices. And pretty soon, uh, well, we're going to, we're going to do whatever, dad. Okay. You know, I didn't push it. Uh, I know he even has said to me, um, in later years, I wish you would have pushed me harder. Like those guys I watch on the ball is life, uh, videos, you know? And I say, well, that wasn't what I wanted to do. That's, that had to come from you, you know? And, you know, there's times he's even said that, you know, the guy, the dads, the, that are overbearing and going way too far. Gosh, I wish you would have been like that with me, dad. No, you don't. (laughs) You really wouldn't have. Because I was trying to offer that concept to you in a not-so-powerful way, and you you turned it down. How would that have been for our relationship had I really pushed him? I don't think it would have been good. Who knows? You know, the, the, the results for some of those kids, you know, are they, they do have that kind of success like a Damian Lillard eventually had. But a lot of times the results for those kids are, no, they get burned out. They get turned off. So, you know, who knows? I mean, hindsight's you know, the thing called 20, you know, they say hindsight's 2020. Uh, I don't know if it always is, but because we don't know, we don't know how it would have turned out, but I do know this. My son still had a great time in his high school years and he still was able to achieve, um, many of his goals that he had. He wishes he could have achieved some goals that were set a little higher, but that didn't happen. Okay. So what, what can you do now? And so this is a great message. I, I forwarded him uh, that clip from Damian Lillard, I forwarded that to him the, as soon as I finished listening to it, because it's the type of thing, okay, he's in college now, my son, and he is needing to hear that kind of message for the things he's going after now. He's a college soccer player. How often is he getting workouts in to, for his, he'll be a senior next year? How, you know, is he going to be on the first team? Is he going to achieve the goals that he has set for soccer? What about his classes? Is he going to achieve the goals and for his grades? And then the, the world of work that he has awaiting him after he's done with college. Is he going to get into the kinds of companies and be able to do the kind of work that he wants to do? Well, he needs to make sure that he's not sacrificing what he wants most for what he wants in the moment. The same is true for all of us and all of our children, all of our players, all of our students. So I didn't mean actual to actually go through the last four, four or five minutes talking only about my son, but he popped into my head. Well, anytime I hear this, his situation pops into my head anytime I hear a message like this. And it's a great example of this concept. And again, he has achieved so many things, so much more than I ever did at his age. And, you know, he, he is on, on a path, on a great path. But like any of us, you know, even me in my early 60s, I could be better with this. And I look back and there's a lot of times where I traded what I wanted most for what I wanted in the moment. And altered the course of my life numerous, numerous times. And so I'll ask again, when have you done that? When have your kids done that? When have your players and students done that? And how can we stay focused 
so that we don't trade what we want most for the moment. And again, of course, there's going to be moments where we'll do that. But how many of them? I think this also goes back to the habits that you've developed, the habits you've created. I think it helps to have a message that it gets hammered home for us like it was for Damian Lillard, like Phil Beckner and others helped hammer that home for him. But again, somebody from the outside can hammer those messages home, can, can keep hammering and keep hammering and keep hammering. But until you, as the nail that's being hammered, get it pounded into you, you're not going to really do this. You're going to still, you know, focus more on the moment than focus more on what you want most. And it's the classic, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Well, you know, Damian Lillard can give credit to others all he wants, which is good because they put the message in front of him. But it was only at the moment where he realized, yeah, I'm not doing this, that he made that, those changes. And that the same holds true for all of us and all of our kids. So keep trying to push those types of positive messages of, you know, staying focused, working your habits, having your habits help work you to become the best you can be. Keep staying with those messages at all times for yourself and for others. And at some point, it will click and you will make that change. Hopefully, you will make those changes necessary to then stay focused on what you want most and keep doing those things that will get you there. Love that message. Uh, amazing that it came from Napoleon. Uh, you know, Damian Lillard just said, you know, it was a quote that he had heard in college and he focused on the quote. And so I looked it up online and saw it. Oh, it was Napoleon. You know, so, um, but what a great message. So glad I saw Damian Lillard on the Power of Positive Summit by John Gordon. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I highly recommend you guys check out John Gordon and check out that summit next year or whenever they have another one because, man, there were some great speakers at it. So, but anyway, great message. Thanks to Damian Lillard for, um, for bringing that message to us. And thanks to all of you for listening to today's episode. Come back next week where we'll have a new, a new quote and a new message for all of you on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.